listening to Fear the Nth Cast. I'm Josh. I'm JD. Wow. Yeah. What a crappy episode. Agreed. <laughs> I'm just going to st- straight out the box. Right. No holding back. And <laughs> I'm having some, I'm going to go ahead and throw this in with this episode review, but I'm having some issue with the character development. I feel like a lot of the characters are acting out of their actual character just to move the plot along. And it's bothering me a little bit. Um, I'm not going to disagree with you. I think, I think every series in this episode twice as far. Yes. Um, did we get twice as far as we were before? I'm, I'm no. not so sure. And if we did, it wasn't because you showed us. It's because you told us. <laughs> you told us. Um, and I felt, <laughs> I felt like we walked twice as far as we needed to to get to the destination. Yeah, as a long walk for a short drink of water. That's absolutely for the truth. sure. <laughs> the truth. Um, yeah, you know, I just wanted to establish that right out of the right out of the gate. Me too. That I I think there were elements of the episode that were necessary. I think there were elements of the episode that I enjoyed, but overall, uh, the sum total of the parts did not equal an excellent episode. But I will Agreed. say that season six has had far more better episodes than it has had crappy episodes yeah. which is actually i think a change yeah season five past. a lot of the season five episodes felt like this one really well, yeah where you're just like oh my gosh what why why are we doing this my what i don't get the point of why we're doing what we're doing just to get to that outcome well before we get into the episode analysis oh. which may be only like what 10 minutes could yeah because mm-hmm. that's about all the the stuff that happened. That's there was like pew pew, about. and he was like dead. <laughs> um, I wanted to open the old mail sack, not the mail bag, the mail sack. What's in Josh's sack? What's in, there? You go. That's the segment. What's in Josh's sack? The mail sack. Uh, the M M A I L. Yes, mail sack. <laughs> well, not, we not could the, just call it a scrotum for short. There you go. <laughs> but we don't have to. <laughs> No, I wanted to point out that um, it, it's a good time to to bring up this letter from uh, good old Angry Aaron. You know Angry Aaron. I do know. He sent me the, the mail <laughs> Oh, yeah, as well. that's right. He copied you. Yeah. I think this is a good time to discuss this uh, about Carol. I agree, uh, especially after what happened in this episode. Yeah, and what in, in light of what happened the previous episode and what happened this episode uh his comment comment he wanted to set some stuff straight he just he's got some some thoughts on carol that i hadn't thought about and i don't think the 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 public at large have uh considered at least they haven't told us right and and if they haven't told us then they haven't thought it no it's exactly which is why we're sharing his thoughts we're doing precog now yeah exactly (laughs) it's just (laughs) We're changing the name of the podcast to the Minority Report is what we're going to yeah. do. Just because it didn't happen doesn't mean it wasn't going to happen. Uh, okay. And I'm just going to read this one section here because I think if it don't read the whole thing, it doesn't make sense. Totes. Okay. In relation to Carol last episode, um, in in what she was going – what her and Maggie were going through, mm-hmm. um, Aaron starts off with saying, I don't think Carol was acting. Morgan got to her. She shot the guy in the arm instead of killing him. Pretty sure she was religious and thought she had reached her final moments. I don't think she was just scared for Maggie. I think she was scared of going to hell. Mm. I think she had to accept what she had done. 
She was seeing others that were like her. She saw the evil and had to reassure herself that she wasn't evil or that it was okay to do evil things, similar to Gabriel. Mm. I think she was trying to survive still. It's what you train for in the military. You do everything you can, but sometimes there's nothing you can do, and it's terrifying. You have to learn to cope, which is hard at times. I don't think she was outsmarting anyone, though. Mm. Um, that is a that is a good perspective, and I'm it. It makes me question. I'm like, hmm. I still think she was acting to some degree. Well, because she acted at the beginning when she was hyperventilating, trying to make them mm-hmm. think that she was weak. I think that was all acting. Well, we know if we go way back when, we know that she, we know she's religious. Yeah. We know that she believes her daughter went to heaven, went to a better place. Mm-hmm. But she certainly stepped away from that. And I think by seasons four and five, especially in, in the beginning of this, at the beginning of this season, she was more agnostic than anything else. Well, I think she just didn't know what she believed in. I, ex- fair enough. She's wrestling with, do I really believe in this or this? And then Morgan's perspective is really making her question her actions and what she's done. And if she believed in what she originally said that she believed in, but I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, I think we're going to see, uh, we're going to see more in this episode. Uh, it's going to be interesting because Carol over these next, next two episodes, I don't know what the hell's going on. I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about her anymore. I'm I'm confused and conflicted. So, Aaron, I'm with you on on some of your points. I do think she was acting to some degree, but it may have been overacting to cover up uh, how she's really feeling deep down inside. And right now, I don't know where her head's at. Yeah. And sometimes reality would would definitely seep into that situation. Yeah. Because she she thought maybe she had a chance to escape, but I think she probably had to be faced with the reality, you know, this could be my final moments. So I need to come to grips with what I've done. I need to get right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so thank you, Aaron, for yes, the email. Thank you. And uh, for anyone else that wants to send us comments, please do that. Yeah, uh, we love getting that because we're not perfect. Close. But not perfect, and we don't think of everything. Uh, Josh likes to open his sack and find you inside. Yes, he does. Uh, you can hit us up at uh, fear at nthcast. What's that's not funny? That's was, funny. That's, that's I, I, hilarious. I was going to say JD <laughs> likes to spill the contents of his sack everywhere. That's what I was going to say, but I stopped myself. You, and then I went yeah, ahead and be like, ah, and you it. did it anyway. Yeah, anyway, because we're all adults. Here. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, send us an email, fear at com, and then actually we'll both get that. Yeah. So we, we can share those thoughts. I appreciate that. Um, Aaron had some other thoughts. Want to save that till later? Yeah, let's save that. Because that's... Uh, or never. <laughs> I don't know. Some pretty dark shit. It is pretty dark so, shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're we'll going to save that. Yeah. Let that marinate just a little. Let's go ahead and fire this episode up. Um, so... What do you think? Business as usual? Well, I good think, old Alexandria? I normally really love the intro scene mm-hmm. before the theme song. And this one I didn't care for at all. I think they, I felt like they were being too heavy-handed with, all right, we've done, did this assault, and now it's just kind of business as usual. We're getting back to our routine, and life is normal. Bullshit. We know night life isn't normal, so trying to convince us that it is is not working for me. Thank you, Walking Dead. 
Well, it's not really business as usual um, because their storeroom is probably fuller than it's ever been. And there's no one waiting. Right. And then like the second or third time, she just kind of looks and like, I guess nobody wants this food. I've got the easiest job in the world. You know, this job would be great if it wasn't for the fucking customers. Right. That's what she's thinking. I mean, and it's kind of foreshadowing to later in the episode, like the garage door opening. That's normal. And then they open the garage door later. They're just taking a stroll. And then they kind of take a stroll later. I don't, I don't know. I felt like they were kind of be like, this is normal everyday life for us now, but it doesn't have to be when you get outside of these walls. And I'm trying to figure out how much time has passed. I can't quite figure it out. Well, Tara and Heath are still gone, so I don't think it's that long. So it's, what, less than a couple of weeks? Because most of those runs were a week or two, right? Yeah, they said they were running on a two-week run, okay. I believe. So I, it's probably just a couple of days. Long enough for Morgan to finish his cell, though. Yeah. So what do you think about that? I think it's a good idea. I do, too. I think it's a brilliant idea, and I like Morgan's reasoning behind that. You know, This way, Rick, you'll have decisions to make in the future. Rick makes his only appearance in this episode. Just so he can get credit for it. <laughs> so I can collect my check. He wants to put it on his IMDb he, page. It is fascinating <laughs> to me that he's asking Morgan why. Motherfucker, you were, work, you were in the sheriff department. Your old job used to be what Morgan is trying to get you to understand. Yeah. How are you forgetting who you are? Well, and I think it speaks to where <laughs> Rick's character is. He's like, we don't need to keep anybody prisoner. We'll just kill him. Like, they're, they're no use to us. We're just going to go ahead and take him out. Yeah. So. I just thought it was interesting. Oh, yeah. It was great. Sitting there going, you know, you of all people should understand. You may not... <laughs> While you may not agree... What is the purpose of a prison Why the fuck are you asking why? You should know. Yeah. (laughs) You should know. You above all. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know. And then I get repetitiveness to make it seem like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're just getting in routine in life. But I just didn't... Still, the the second time watching it through, I'm just like... Boring. 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 Yeah, you're at your post. Big yeah. fucking deal. Yeah, and it's setting me up for like, oh my god, this is going to be a filler episode, and it's going to be a big time filler well, episode. I mean, do you, can, would you classify this as a filler episode? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would too. Even though some important stuff happened, and I don't. Okay, so let me let me go ahead and float out there one of the main problems I have, and it started early in the episode with Carol sitting out there on the porch, yeah, on her swing, on her swing. Uh, fondling her beads. Here's my big problem. We'll get, talk about this in a second. Getting a kiss from uh, Tobin. Tobin. Um, it's like, okay, so is that really a th- I guess it is a thing now? Yes. You know? It's a, another one of the character things that just felt heavy-handed. Yeah, it's like, like uh, this came. Oh. I mean, and you can even put Rick and Michonne in there, because we haven't seen them and together see, yeah. since. So it's like, well, we're just going to throw in love to make it feel like, hey, we're moving towards the future. Out of nowhere. That makes me feel like there's been more time than a couple of days. Sure. That, that, that's why I was confused because uh, you, may, maybe the apocalypse uh, advances relationships quicker than normal. Sure. You have less um, – we just don't put up with the shit and the maybe. social – There's no – so in the apocalypse, there's no, there's no real dating and you're, you can't ever – we're just talking. There's no need for romance. We're just talking. Yeah, we're just talking and then dating. <laughs> whatever, whatever that is. Yeah. I'll tell you what that is. Hanging out. That's when a man it can't be a man yeah. and tell a woman how he f- really feels yeah. about her. Yeah. 
Douchebags. Okay, I want to say something about Rosita, though. Go Rosita. for it. Um, she could do better. Oh. <laughs> she, she who, could, who did you think it was originally under I was, that? Were you I, hoping it was I was Eugene? hoping it was Eugene. Yeah. I was really hoping it was Eugene. You, you like, <laughs> welcome to level two. <laughs> I'd be like, welcome to level four. Is, but I'm just like, oh, God, anybody else. Anybody else. Like, really, anybody else. Hmm. So I was not happy with her decision. I get that she's lonely and... Uh, but I mean, no. What do you think about the uh, Carol Daryl? You know, I'm trying to decipher what the point of that was. And again, it, it, it we jump back to it. Uh, maybe it could have only been a couple of days because he asked her basically, "What did they do to you?" You know, and that's <laughs> not something you ask weeks later. And she's like, "What did they do to us?" Oh no, 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 no. But I so think. So essentially, it's it's not what they did to us; it's what we did to them. What we did to them, we murdered them, and I think it was to show the progression of their characters and what they're struggling with. Because Daryl had so ever for so long been a fan of saving those, trying to help people out, even though he pretends that he's not. And Carol was the opposite; was going to murder people that are a threat. And now they're kind of moving in the opposite direction, where Daryl's like, "I'm should have killed him. I should have killed him." And Carol's like, "No, that's not who you are." That's not who you are. You sh- there's no way you could. Well, she apologized. That. She said, "Oh, I'm sorry. That's it's not who you are." Yeah, we can't. We, essentially, we can't forget that, or we can't escape that. We can't be someone who we're not. We have to be yeah. us. And that's what I think they were kind of foreshadowing her, laying that foundation for her to whatever her ultimate destination is. Her in this character arc is basically from from her perspective is we can't be something that we're not. Right. And so I feel like maybe that's why she's reverting to some degree. Agreed. I don't know. She's I, just it's it it I think heavy-handed is a great yes. uh term. Because it seems like such an abrupt change cuz I mean at the end of the at the end of the first half of the season she went and murdered that wolf when there's a freaking herd walking around outside she made a really poor decision to go take a human life and then you know six seven episodes later she's like oh all life is precious it just seemed forced <laughs> and it didn't seem like the carol that they were building towards it felt like a plot device for no reason but i don't know hmm. but i'm excited i was super excited when i saw eugene and abraham because they're two of my favorite characters i know a lot of people don't like them and think, really? Oh, a lot of people think they're too campy. Where are you seeing this? Uh, on the forums. Oh, <laughs> on Reddit. Yeah, I'm Reddit. go ahead and say it. Yeah, you're no, on fucking Reddit no, again. No. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I don't boast on Reddit, but a lot of people say, think I just lurk. Think that they're over. Yeah, I'm totally a lurker. I'm totally. I get banned all the time, so for not commenting and just being present. But uh, a lot of people don't like their characters. Think they're overdone and they're too campy. Too cliche and they think man but i really enjoy their characters so the fact that i saw the two of them walking out together i'm like sweet this is gonna be awesome we're gonna get some great we're gonna have a one-liner off and just to see who wins well the way the episode started you're you're thinking well at least we may get something entertaining yes from a dialogue perspective the rest of this may be hot cat shit yes but uh, (laughs) at least we'll get at least we'll get a little bit of something uh, what do you? Okay, so you were a fan of Rosita, basically brushing off Spencer and treating him, treating him essentially the way that she's being treated. Yes, 
You're, you're oh, so turnabout's fair play, even though this fucker's. Well, I don't know if he's innocent. No, he he deserves it. Oh, does he? he you just hate him it. that much. <laughs> I mean, he, stole... he was going to make beef jerky stroganoff. Um, Isn't that the most disgusting sounding thing you? I mean, I, I'm sure it was great. I'm sure in in the uh, in Alexandria that is a delicacy. Mm. Like, oh, we've been saving this beef oh, jerky it's like for prime months. Rib. <laughs> yeah. Where the hell they get sour cream from? Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand. You don't have to have sour cream for stroke. I mean, stroganoff? You need it. Mushrooms. Right. Noodles. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could make pasta. Sure. With eggs. <laughs> and they got eggs. We flour. know they get eggs. Yeah. Right? Because so, the Hilltop like, had chicken. Maybe it's sorghum noodles. So- <laughs> Ooh, sweet noodles. <laughs> sweet noodles with stroganoff. Well, the beef jerky is it's probably spicy. It's Alberto beef jerky. Spicy. Oh, God. So basically... <laughs> You just go sit on the commode while you eat it, right? Because pl- it's gonna run <laughs> right place through directly you. into it. Okay, <laughs> I this is this is what I talk about about characters making shitty decisions. Rosita and Daryl both. When Denise came up and like, hey, there's this apothecary. They they were like, okay, cool, we'll go get it. How much time have you been out there? None. Oh, fuck you. Fuck this. You're we not coming it. out here with no. me. I mean, why? Why do you take your only doctor scavenging? I mean, really? Hold on, hold on. And I may have said this, so I want to clarify. If I called her a doctor before, I was wrong. She's not a fucking doctor. Okay, she's the only one with medical training. But but you know what? She's not the only one that can fucking read. It's true. Because she was reading those books. Uh, I could read a book. As a matter of fact, I'm struggling right now. I'm not feeling real good right now. I've got this tremendous headache. So it's going to be a struggle. I'm going to apologize now. I'm going to be in rare form at times. It's going to be a struggle to get through this, but damn it, I'm going to do it. I have made a commitment. I'm going to follow through. (laughs) That's what we do. Part of the reason why my head hurts so much is because I've got pain in my neck, but I'm pretty sure I don't have meningitis. Hold on. Nope. I can touch my chin to my chest. (laughs) Guess what? I have just as much medical experience as fucking Denise. Okay, but still. (laughs) <laughs> I think it, you, everybody has a role, and her role is to stay behind the wall. She's had a couple of roles. Yeah. <laughs> she, wow. <laughs> All of them. Wow. <laughs> wow. I'm not even going to go there. But, I mean, she she's useless. She is absolutely useless. And Daryl and Rosita both know, like, there's no reason for us to bring her along. She's going to be a liability. We're going to have to babysit her ass. And I don't know why they give in. What the fuck? I don't you know understand saying? that either. Just like I don't understand why Daryl can't drive a fucking stick shift. Um, now I know he's part- used to driving a motorcycle. It's well, a different. It's a different shifting. But thing. who? Okay, who was driving that big fucking tanker? He was. Okay, let me ask you something. You think that tanker was automatic? I love how you, the answer is no. Well, of course, no, it's but not. It's much easier to drive a big old truck than it is a little truck. <laughs> False. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. I've driven, I've driven both. Now I can well, drive a manual. I think more than anything else is he wasn't used to driving this particular truck, and I understand that sometimes some of your your you're going to be a little they're going to be looser. It's an, uh, and others. it's an old school. Ford. And it's an old school Ford. Yeah. It's a little looser, and I think it was just her uh, basically being annoyed by the fact that he wasn't doing it right. Right. Because I think that's more evidence to the fact that she's got all this clinical knowledge. She sits up in her high castle. <laughs> she hasn't been on the outside, and she wants to criticize. And he knew what he was doing because 
when they were in there and she started talking her shit, yeah. he was looking at her as he started grinding the gears. Yeah. Did just, you, you saw, yeah. just, just like, giving her the face like, like this? what? This isn't right? The, what, what? You mean? <laughs> I, fe- I mean, he was shifting more than he needed to. Oh, I felt like indeed. He, was, he was doing it on purpose. I was like, like I don't, I don't like, hear you accelerating. What? Why Excuse the me? fuck are you shifting? Are you even pushing in the clutch? <laughs> I mean, what are you doing? Okay. So, so, I mean, I just don't like the whole sequence. Why were they out there? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, there's no need to bring Denise because no. even when, I mean, we, we'll jump ahead. It's fine. Even when they get to the apothecary, where have you been? That's exactly what we do, right? She's like, <laughs> if you put them on the counter, I can tell you which ones we need. And they're like, fuck that. We'll just take them all. Why? Why are we going to leave some behind? Okay, the, <laughs> you brought up, you brought up a point that I I've got to say something about. Sure. How fucking long has she known about this apothecary? Right. Like for a while. Because she remembered it when, from when she, she drove from Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. Which, is which means least, what? When she know. was fleeing. Yes. When this shit went down. Yeah. So that means she's known about it for what? Years? Probably. At least a year. And this is the first time we're going to go scope it out? Maybe she just thought that apothecary was the acute term for soda shop. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Absolutely. Dude, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where it's like, we've got, we, I think they were sitting in a room and we're like, okay, episode 14. Well, we know typically in episode 14 of every season, we have a pretty significant death. So, not this time. Well, (laughs) we're going to throw a curveball and a, Holy shit, it's episode 14. We only got two episodes left. Shit, we've got to move pieces around. Right. <laughs> we, I mean, we got to make sure people are set up for the next two episodes of the uh, of the season. And, and it was <laughs> obvious from the minute she said, I'm coming, you're like, that bitch is going to die. <laughs> Pretty much. I don't know how, and I don't know when, <laughs> but, that bitch but is, it's going to happen. That bitch is going <laughs> to die. So, And I mean... <sighs> and we thought that it would be Tara... Because of the fact that she didn't, uh, Denise didn't tell Dara that, uh, that Denise didn't tell Tara, and my allergies are acting up too, I'm sorry. Denise didn't tell Tara that she loved her. Yes. Yeah. So we were thinking, okay, it made sense for Tara not to come back. But no, apparently not. We're going to go this route. Uh, Tara still may not come back. Oh, that's, that's true. Poor Tara. I mean... Whatever, I don't care. I mean, her first love, but is, she's hard on lovers too. Well, she got murdered in that ambush on the prison. Now the assault on the prison just died. Yeah, shot up. So I don't know. I, I'm just I, I struggled with it the whole time I'm watching it. I was outside of the moment because I felt like this is so far fetched. Even for The Walking Dead, there's no way that they would let her do no, this. No. No, because she has zero experience. Right. The, to get experience, you make someone go stand outside the wall and kill walkers as they're walking up. Be like, hey, there's 17 of us here. Or how about the one that was stuck on the fucking pipe yeah. that we saw as Eugene and Abraham were walking out? Yeah. With Have it her through go his, through, through his, his cheek. cheek. Yeah. Give her a machete. Tell her, go out there and dispatch that son of a bitch. Right. So that you at least know how to do it. Right. We've told you how to swing a machete. Actually doing it is completely it's like drunk it's like dropping you into a it would be like showing up on the beach of Normandy with like no training at all yeah just just fucking go <laughs> yeah. just just go this is a gun, shoot him <laughs> pull the trigger point at him, yeah exactly, and uh don't get shot. We're not gonna tell you how to do anything. just watch the guys that are around you yeah. and do whatever they're doing, yeah, 
Eugene's uh, haircut. I love how Abraham called him on his bullshit. He's like, okay, I see a man with a new haircut, some new swag. I feel like uh, him, him's, uh, him's well, trying to change something. Was it really a haircut or he just pulled his hair back? It's I, I don't know. It could be shorter. I don't know. I don't think it. I think he just pulled it back a little bit. Um, well, if I didn't like the mullet, I certainly don't like this haircut. No. <laughs> I maybe think this is worse. Uh, but you, you you don't be spitting game. You just got game. You are game. You are game. Yeah. What is <laughs> Bold. I'm saying that. Bold. I mean, that's going to be, that's now in my arsenal. Yeah. You don't spit game. You are game. You are game. Yeah, no, that, I like their scenes. Uh, I, I think I think Denise and Eugene paralleled each other in this episode. Yes. From, a, if you want to say, at least attempting to level up. Yeah. But Eugene had already, in my mind, had already leveled up. Eugene like he had said earlier, like he says, he, Yeah, exactly. Uh, but then he actually flat out states it at the end of the episode. I've been here for a while. I've been and here he's right. He has, actually. No need to welcome me. No. No need I've to been here for a while. I've been here for because a while. when you look at like when the townspeople murdered those walkers that mm-hmm. heard, Denise wasn't out there killing people. No, Eugene no. was. That's right. That's Nobody the, clocks out tonight. Yeah. Except for Denise. She's in the infirmary helping these people, which I'm um, cool. That's her job. So do you know what that means? Stay in your doctor's As office. As the physician's assistant, that is her job. Yes. yes. She's yes. not a doctor. Triage. Triage. <laughs> She's not even a nurse. <laughs> Just tell me what's wrong. <laughs> so they get to the apothecary, and it looks – I don't know why people wouldn't go in there. Don't you think if you're scavenging and there's all these groups around that someone would have gone in there before? I'm I'm assuming that uh, – what, what bothers me is if someone is going to be intelligent enough to put apothecary on their signage <laughs> – from a marketing perspective, they should have done the research to determine whether or not the people in modern age would know what, what an apothecary is. Apothecary is. That's why I'm making that assumption. That's why people don't call their stores a haberdashery. Nobody, Nobody knows. knows what the fuck a haberdashery is <laughs> right? anymore. I, I mean, it's I, a men's accessory store. Cool. Yeah, Great. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just call it fossil. Where is Millie? <laughs> Where is, <laughs> Wow, why ain't she here? Now, it tastes like Millie Stew. It does. <laughs> <laughs> that door's a whore. So I'm glad you they- got to nail it in. Two boards. Two boards. <laughs> Who broke the fucking door? Like, seriously. <laughs> Close the goddamn door. <laughs> it's gold. I love that they put this in. I was really worried that they weren't going to have this thread from the comics, which I haven't read, um, <laughs> about the Bullet Factory because- <laughs> come on, come Be- on Because Eugene is brilliant He's like, you know, the hilltop is totally out We're running low mm-hmm. Bullets are going to be the main form of currency And this way, we don't have to murder people as our form of trade We have bullets People are going to be begging us for bullets to protect themselves And we can have whatever the fuck we want That's right. Because people are going to give us it If we give them a full clip of bullets That's right Genius Absolutely. And Abraham's like, that is some genuine outside-the-box thinking, my friend. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. You know, we skipped over the part where Eugene was making the reference to the RPG. Oh, we did, didn't we? But not the RPG that Daryl fired. (laughs) Well, what do you think of when you think of RPG? Do you think rocket power grenade? No, of course not. Role-playing game. I think of tabletop, electronic, or otherwise. Yes. Role-playing game. Strike one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the Metalhead Walker. 
was fantastic. Now, I have to ask you, if yeah. Molten, well, lead, steel, I don't think that's iron because it's too shiny. I'm assuming it's lead. I'm assuming it's lead as well. to make bullets. It could be steel. I mean, steel, steel rounds. Uh, lead would melt. Lead would be easier to melt. Yeah. Uh, here's my thought. A, a molten metal. Mm-hmm. Don't you think it would melt down into your brain? Haven't I'm you, going back to that whole... Haven't you seen bo- Game of Thrones? <laughs> like, crown for a king. I, I have. Okay. I don't know. I, I just... I think they're trying to come up have with you new never, ways I, for I feel like our face would be like the stick of butter. Oh, sure. When you have a hot knife, what happens? Yeah. It goes right through that. It goes right through, yeah. So I would think molten metal would go right through you. I'm agreeing. Or, or at least, I mean, not immediately, but it would be pretty quick. I agree with you. I think they're trying to I don't want to find out. Yeah, they're coming up with new ways to oh, make no, I walkers terrifying. Oh, I like, thought that was great. You know, he's got a, he's got a helmet. <laughs> he does. <laughs> you can't stab him. You can't come Clink. through the top. you got to go Clink. through the bottom. And Abraham <laughs> called Eugene on his bullshit. He's he like, did. he's like, you know what? Your, your job and your role and your skill set are suited to thinking outside the box, coming up with this bullet factory. My skill set is murdering walkers. Ghosting. Yeah, ghosting walkers. Your services are no longer necessary. <laughs> Plain and honest. Plain and honest. And he's like, oh, really? <laughs> well, <laughs> fuck you. Is that a fact? Plain and honest. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's a fact. Find your own way home. <laughs> <laughs> so they have a little, uh, what I would call a lover spat. They they broke up. <laughs> they did. They broke up. They did. Mm. And I think that was partly, I think that was kind of, well, I don't know how, okay. Well, we know that Eugene liked to watch him and uh, uh, Abraham Rosita. We know. Bump up. Bump I, like, I like to watch. Like, he's a lurker. Do, do, you, <laughs> <laughs> do you think partly that was him not just leveling up, but him kind of, Kind of being upset with Abraham for what uh, for what he did to Rosita. I mean, maybe a maybe, little, maybe a little, yeah. But I, think, I mean, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Hey, I want to go back just a second. You uh, know, uh, the whole RPG thing. I know we're we're, we're revisiting, but I, I, I had I had another thought. He said tabletop, electronic, or otherwise. Yes. Well, what is otherwise in your mind? Because I have a clear picture of what otherwise would be. Um, that would be live action role playing. That exactly. <laughs> LARPing. LARPing. And you, <laughs> we know <laughs> this motherfucker's LARP before. He just looks like he has. You, well, it makes me think that he he kind of sometimes imagines that he's in a LARP all the time. Wouldn't you? No. No? No. You wouldn't? You, you, you don't, you're not casting spells. I'm in the zombie. Fireball. Fireball. Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. <laughs> right. Lightning bolt. <laughs> just fucking throwing tennis balls and walkers. <laughs> Right, right. I don't know. This is bouncing off. Right. Yeah, the fucking tennis balls. Right, game master, game master. He's not laying down. Time out. I need. I need to level up. I've killed thirty-seven walkers. I should be level eight. A level eight wizard by now. No offense to larpers at all. Like, don't even think that. Uh, not that we've never larped. Right. I mean, I mean, you know, <laughs> I have a great story about larping. My friends had a pit bull. And they, when they had kids, they gave it away, and they gave it to as a, you should. Yes, they gave it to a dude who renamed him Ragnar and takes him larping. Oh, <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> and you mean Ra- Ragnar like the Viking? Yes. 
and Ragnar is his dire wolf. That oh he takes, shit! He takes larvae. Oh shit! Him. It's my favorite thing ever. Is it a is it a miniature dire wolf? Uh, well, it's yeah. I mean, it's a big for a pit bull. Or does he put? Or does he put like? Uh, uh, oh, it has a costume. Is the dog head? Oh, oh, oh yeah. my god! Oh yeah! I must get pictures. Yeah. of It's this. so great. Like, and it's big for a pit because it's half pit, half like uh, deer hound. So it's a big, oh, big fucking dog. <laughs> Which makes sense why they got rid of it when they had babies. Well, absolutely. No, no if it. No, I'm not saying that pits are dangerous. Oh my gosh! I don't want to get any hate mail. That's what I'm saying. Well, no. Okay, but I will say, I will say this in regard to a pit. Yeah. If you're an adult. Fine. Yes. But here's my take. If something were to snap, yeah. I'd rather it be a chihuahua yeah. who's going to maybe take out your ankle right. than right. take out your throat. And their That's thing, all I'm saying. They had another dog, too. They had like a, a collie. They got rid of both of them yeah. because they're like, we're having the baby now. We just don't have time to take care of the dogs the way that we should. That was their motivation. Uh, but the fact that one of them is now Ragnar. <laughs> I think that's the best thing that could have happened for that dog in that instance. Because now he's a fucking dire wolf. <laughs> it's Ragnar all the time, though. It's not just Ragnar when they're LARPing. That guy goes, oh, you're having a baby? Oh, oh, oh I'm going to level up. <laughs> right. right. Yes. I, I suddenly, I recently got the ability to have a companion, an animal companion. So I would, I choose you. <laughs> yes. Pikachu. That is Awesome. <laughs> so, but I mean, we saw a LARP a couple of years ago at Comic Palooza. The uh, yes, the Pokemon LARP, and it was awesome. They had one at the other convention, uh, Space City. Did they? And yeah, and I think the is it Melios, the guy that uh, um, the guy that actually does the sword the for Game of Thrones. Yeah. He actually does the instruction. He's a swordsman. Uh, the one that. I can't remember his name. Okay. He was there teaching people how to... Really? Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Arya's teacher. Yes. What is his real his actual name? Oh, what is his name? He's a water dancer. I can't think of his name. He's the first of Bravos, but I can certainly not think of his name right now. <laughs> I think we just lost some street, no, street cred. No, because first of Bravos, water dancer. I mean, come on, give me... A, he, he fought the uh, king's... The King's Guard with a stick when they had armor and swords, you know. So we're, we're gonna sure. we're gonna get mail in the sack that says, "I wish you wouldn't talk about Game of Thrones right. on this Walking Dead podcast." Right. Uh, don't talk about shit that you don't watch, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't read those books either. Never. Oh God. Yeah, and I didn't read George Mar. Did you see his latest post? I'm sorry, we're totally not talking about the Walking Dead. That's fine. He said he 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 had a deadline to finish by December. He was really planning on it because that way the book would have come out before season six of Game of Thrones. Which I think was the original plan because they yes. wanted him to do the ultimate fate of Snow. Yeah, because uh, there are the things in season six that are going to spoil the book because he didn't mm-hmm. finish it in time. Yeah. And he was like, I hate deadlines. I can't do deadlines. Deadlines mess me up. So I'm not putting a deadline on it anymore. I'm sorry. I missed it. So there's going to be things in season six that are going to spoil what's happening in the book. And I'm like, you motherfucker. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, I'm fine. He had to close the comments on that post, though, because some people... Imagine the internet not being nice. What? (laughs) So Mm. they pop open the garage here in the apothecary, which they were opening garages earlier, and it's totally fine. Is that the theme of this episode? I don't know. Garages. Yes. And opening... Auxiliary storage. (laughs) That's the... 
<laughs> I don't think that's it. And Denise is trying to feel useful. She's like, if you put them on the counter, I'm like, nah, we really don't need you here. We're no. just going to take it all. Exactly. And that was the and that was the point. It's like fucking Daryl said it. You don't need her for anything. She gave you the map. She had a map as to where it right. was. We don't need her. Right. We we certainly don't need her going to investigate this noise. Right. Because they both look and they're like, sounds like uh, one. And sounds it's like stuck. It's stuck. Cool. Fuck it. Done. <laughs> Keep tossing the. And so I was worried we'd see something in the crib there. Uh, yeah. Instead of the I, sink. I, <laughs> ooh, that was kind of gross. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to play out in my mind a scenario as to okay what happened here because you see the pictures earlier obviously it's it's probably a, a young lady and her child yeah. her son uh, that I would assume that they got boarded in yeah and that was just the end of that and, and she went a little crazy because she wrote on the wall what hush 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 yeah well I would imagine hush 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 would be for the simple fact that this. Kid probably didn't stop crying, and you know that's going to attract walkers, so, and they're gonna, just going to keep button up against the door, and you can never get out. Yeah. So and, it looks like drown the baby uh, yeah, in the sink, which is not okay. Have you ever seen Quigley Down Under? What do you mean? Have yeah. I seen? Yeah, of course, I've it's, seen. It's like that. That's one of my top ten westerns of uh, all time. Yeah, it's like Crazy Cora when she's like, you know, oh, I felt just bad cry. For, I felt cry, bad. baby. I felt bad for her with the dingoes coming. Well, yeah. but if you if you lost your baby the way that she did, I think it's okay for you to go a little crazy. Yes. So if you haven't seen Quigley Down Under, worth seeing. You need to like don't listen to us anymore. Yeah. Go fucking watch that. For the simple fact that a it's a western and it's fantastic, yes it is. But maybe a should be uh, the fact that Alan Rickman, Alan it. Rickman. Oh my God! Yeah. If yeah. you've not seen it, and you, you need to see everything Alan Rickman's in. Yes, today. So, so Denise, she runs out and she bumps into something. Like, what the hell are you doing? Nothing. I'm doing nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, well, you know, true to form, right? And then Rosita... Why don't you go read a book about doing nothing? Rosita even tells me, like, we told you you weren't ready. You weren't ready, and we tried to warn you, so I don't know why you came out here. Let's go ahead and go back. So it's a lot of stating the obvious in this episode. Yeah, I mean, and you're still... I didn't think she was going to eat it then in the bathroom, but you're like, oh, it's coming. She's going to do something stupid, and it's coming, because that was one stupid thing that she's done. Here comes number two. What did you... Let's backtrack a little bit. Sure. When they first got in, out of the truck in the town, what you what you think about Daryl and his? Uh, I ain't taking no fucking tracks. Well, he, I think he just the tracks are more out in the open, and it's not as easy to hide and get away from walkers. He just being pragmatic or people, yeah, either or. or. It, it's just not as easy to hide on the tracks. You're out in the open, and you have to run either way to get cover. What's the last time they took tracks? Let us led them terminus. Terminus. So he's probably in the back of his mind, like fuck all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't walking on no damn train tracks, woman. So and then on the way back, he gives in. He's like, "Yeah, this way's quicker, right? It's not that much quicker, Daryl. It's not worth that." So yeah, it felt contrived. I felt like he's trying to give Rosita a bone. I think he's he's kind of like, you know what? She made it here safe. It's fine. Cool. He probably could. She'd be open to it. Good for him. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. I, I mean, mean, I mean, there's not much Rosita could do better than Daryl. I mean, he wouldn't have to cook her no 
beef jerky or stroganoff. No, he wouldn't. He'd be like, hey, um, I don't need no dinner. This is all I want. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know what's for dinner. Mm. And it's not food. Yeah, so, I don't know, giving in to walking back on the train tracks didn't make no sense. Why did he have a change of heart? I was confused I mean, I, by that. I mean, I don't think there's any logical plot reason. So other I'm than not the fact, alone. Oh, no. In this thought no, of no. they're just trying to move the pieces. Yes. Mm. Well, and then Denise, there's the cooler. Who fucking cares? There might be something in there we need. What? Does somebody need a heart transplant? <laughs> right. Did you think. Did you think maybe there was a heart that was still on ice? Because if it was a Yeti cooler, that right. some bitch still be cold. Yeah, if it was a Yeti cooler, y- yes, <laughs> worth it. If there's yeah. twenty walkers in that son of a bitch, I, you get that Yeti cooler. That's right, and I don't care what's in it. I just want the cooler, right? Because it, even if there's no ice in it ever, it's still cold. It, absolutely, it's still cold. It's still cold. <laughs> and Daryl and Rosita looked at him like, "This ain't worth the trouble." And they're right. It it's ain't. Great. They they were absolutely right. Right. We got what we came for. We came to get the medicine. Let's go ahead and get back. Call it a day. Well, she's about to give her speech about, well, that's what life's about. You got to take chances. That's what living's all about. Um, No. Now, I agree. Calculated risk. But this just seems foolhardy. Yeah, this juice is not worth the squeeze. No. It's not, no, it's a cooler. the The walker is holding on to the cooler. So you know what you're like. You well, know, what? yeah, it's a yeti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It looks like an igloo. It looks like an igloo. It is. It which is. It's not worth a damn. <laughs> no. And so they get and they're going to stab it, and she's like, "No, no, don't you stab my walker." Which is the same thing Eugene did. Yeah. Right. Although, I call dibs. Uh, you dibs had, is dibs. You had no authority. You had no authority because I, I called dibs. I call. I'm, I'm going to allow you to apologize for that. <laughs> you can go ahead and do that right now. Yeah. Uh, I apologize that that walker nearly ate your face off. <laughs> right. And she's like, oh, and then she throws up because why wouldn't she? Because she ate oatmeal. On her glasses. Another plot moving forward point. Because she can't be wearing glasses. Well, you can't you can't shoot somebody through the eye with a crossbow that's wearing glasses. No, you can't. No, no. Hashtag spoilers. <laughs> so she gives a really. They're like, what? What, what is wrong with you? You're gonna risk your life for some damn sodas? Because she was super excited about the sodas. Nope, um, just this one. Yeah, which is even dumber. Right. What is she gonna do with the other five? But I mean, even if it what. What on earth in that cooler would have been worth risking your life for? I cannot think of a thing. But even whatever it is, is far gone. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Because if it was being kept cold or you can still keep keep things warm in there, too. It's You don't know how long it's been. Yeah. What the hell is going to be in the cooler that's still going to be useful at that point? Agreed. And even if and it's a small one, so even if it's even if it's a can of soda, what or if a it was a pack? What if it was like a tuna fish sandwich? Oh, Can you imagine oh God, how bad <laughs> that, that would have been? Oh, that'd be part right. of part of me wanted to be like deviled eggs. Oh, <laughs> so. so foul! <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. If it was a six pack, yeah, maybe then a beer, some beer, no. Nah. No, not even then. No, I think they've realized every time they drink alcohol, shit happens bad. 
Like, just nothing good happens. So I don't think no, I guess you don't want to get drunk. No, <laughs> you need to, you got to have your wits about you. Well, that's the you. thing I was thinking too. I'm not feeling well today, but I was thinking, well, that wouldn't fucking matter during the apocalypse. Because if you feel bad and you, oh, I just need to go lie down, you might as well just sign your own death warrant. Yeah. You, no, you just got to suffer through it. Okay. So did you, did you see this coming? She's given her speech. Yes. No glasses. Yeah. She I mean, giving I didn't, her speech about life. I didn't, I didn't think it'd be a crossbow. No, I didn't either, but I knew after this, it had to be coming. Yeah. I thought that, like, you'd see Daryl and Rosita both looking down deep in thought, and then a walker would just eat her face off. Which you should have been able to see when you're on the elevated train tracks like that. Yes. But I, I, and in her speech, like, she calling Daryl, like, you, you know, you're, you're smart, you're kind, you know, you maybe blah, blah, blah. And then Rosita's like, you're alone, but you're both stronger than you think you are. So come on. You go. Yeah. And then she finished it. That was so corny. She, well, that's what happened in the comic with Abraham. No, I understand that. So I, I'm a little, I'm, I'm backing off on my maybe Abraham going now because that's the way Abraham got it in the comics. So maybe they're going to let him live because like Carol, there's a lot of characters that they've let live in the show that died early in the comic mm-hmm. just because fans like him so mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking maybe they'll give us a bone with Daryl because they're going to kill someone else. I mean with Abraham because Abraham. they're going to kill someone else. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. So, but you see who it is and it's Dwigget. The, the D. The D. Dwight with his burned face. And well, we his, knew that was going to happen. And his ear is messed up. Mm-hmm. So, and he's got the crossbow and you and Daryl, I've never seen Daryl look that angry. What well, when uh Beth died, he looked that angry. Yeah. But that's the only other time I've ever seen him that angry. He's just like, "Oh, because I think he feels partially to blame for Denise dying. Like I let this fucker live. If I had killed them when I had the opportunity, like I should have when I had the drop on him, but I was trying to be nice and I was going to let them come back to our community." Had the three questions. How many have you killed? How many? Won't? You know, he asked him the questions and they gave sufficient answers. So who's going to bring him back? Hmm. And I don't know. He, he's regretting that immediately. Oh, uh, he should. Yeah. He should. So on the level of surprise deaths in The Walking Dead, where would you put this one? What scale are you going to use? Well, like just comparatively. Like, uh, with, who's a little boy that we hated and then just got eaten a couple episodes Sam. ago? Sam. Sam. That was pretty shocking. You knew he was going to die, but you didn't think it would be like, you know. Mm, well, I don't know. I mean, it's hard for me to – I, I think for it to be shocking, it has to be a character I like. What about Herschel? Was that shocking to you? Yeah. yeah. That was shocking to me. Yeah. Because the governor's just like – Liar and douche. Yeah, I, 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 to me, this wasn't completely shocking. I mean, they telegraphed it within the episode. Yeah, they have um, before now. I don't think we really had an inkling. I think. I think what's more, I don't know. Surprise. I guess I'm struggling with the word surprising or shocking. I, I don't know if I would use either of those to describe how I felt about. It. I just think it. It's interesting more than anything else to see. Yeah, what see, about the way she died? Yeah, I think it's interesting to me how they take and they ascribe that method of death that was for someone else mm-hmm. and they kind of give what they would, I guess you would consider a remix. Yeah. You know, and, and th- kind of throw that curveball. And I, and, and I like that. I like that aspect because, you know, 
we don't we know what's coming we just don't know who it's going to be applied to right right and that's of course that's that's ultimately how the season is going to end yeah. and and I'm really starting to wonder if they don't end with just like a cliffhanger where the bat gets swung and somebody get somebody gets smacked and they'll be like, and tune in next season yeah. to find out who died. Well, I have a question about that <laughs> scene then. Do you think they're going to be able to film that? The way it was done in the... Yeah. Uh, no. You don't think so? I feel like there's been some gory shit on the show that they might be able to get away with it. I really do. Like, I think that they might... I mean, they'll be pushing the limits. But I think they might. I mean, they're not going to be able to get eyeballs to pop out or anything. But I think they could film to where we actually see him connect with the back of somebody's head for like a split second. Yeah, I mean, I don't think you know. I think one hit. I don't think they'll show, and then like him, like, and then the rest will just be him, like, like toward the camera, like the camera coming up as he's coming down on the camera with yeah. the bat. Yeah, I think. Yeah, and then no, you I see mean, the it, aftermath, and I don't think it'll be as gruesome as the comic with eyeballs coming out. And no, I mean because the comic is just you know every whack is in and him going, detail. oh god, oh god, oh she's a vampire bat, right? And uh, uh, and and Negan just laughing and oh, just yeah. the look of glee on his face. Um, no, I don't. I don't think they would. Um, I hope not. No, and I think going more the route of leaving it to our imagination because we've already seen it. Those yeah. of us that have read the I mean, I've heard about what happened in the comic. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm not sure. i am always been a big fan of going the uh, Alfred Hitchcock route, right? Yeah. Which is give me enough for my imagination to fill in the blank. So I've already seen what can happen. And so my mind's eye already has that frame of reference. So I, I think it could be just, a, I don't think you have to go shock value. And in and, and speaking of shock value, um, you know, I, I think they've got two, they got two routes to go. Whoever ultimately gets it, it's either going to be for shock value or it's going to progr- uh, advance the plot. That said, I think that has influence on, you know, because our answers are going to change every sure. every week before Until it we happens, get up yeah. to it. You know, we want to change our answer. And I think there's logical choices for either, uh, either path they choose, which is do they want to go for shock or do they want to go for progressing the story? Right. And depending on which way they go, there's a, I really believe there's a logical choice sure. uh, for each of those. Yeah. But so... Big D, Mr. Dwight. You can call me D. Yeah. I loved this or scene Dwight. where he made it very apparent that the saviors know about Alexandria. Yeah, that, that, that bothers me. And he's like, you know, what we're going to do is you're going to take me back. You're going to let us in. We're going to take whatever the fuck we want, and yeah. you're going to give it to us, and then we're going to kill one person because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We're going to kill one person to show that we to mean get business. Our point across. But just to minimize the future death. Nobody else needs to die. You know, that's not how we normally like to introduce ourselves, but you guys kind of ended that. Which, you know, honestly, if you think about it, that's showing some restraint because I feel like they have every right to invoke the eye for an eye rule. But I think they <laughs> they realize that there's only so many of us. If we keep killing each other, right. we all lose. Well, I mean, they have value. Like, 
they have if these people have value if we can get them to give us shit that we don't have to do. You can't grow us food if you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> you can't make us bullets if you're dead. That's right. You know, you can't give us anything that we need if you're not around. So we're just gonna kill one of you to prove to prove a point. And yeah. then and then you're gonna be scared enough that you'll do what we say. And I don't when Eugene first did this, he's like First, what you need to do is uh, kill that dude hiding behind the oil cans because he's a grade A asshole. You know? Oh, did you think he was selling them out? No, I think I think it's a little of both. Actually. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he was like, you know, get away from me and get the focus off me. And if Abraham goes out, he goes out. But, oh well, sh- shit, he can fend for him. He's got more of a fighting chance. You got me here by the collar, right? He's at least got a weapon, <laughs> exactly, and he knows how to kill people. So, Dwiggett. <laughs> I like calling Dwight Dwiggett. I don't know why. Ever since the I, the office. Oh yeah, the, that episode of the uh, Threat Level Midnight. Wow, we've really referenced a lot of the we, shows tonight. We have. I'm sorry. That's okay. Uh, it probably happened again. So um, he sends him over there, and Dwight is leaving himself open for attack. <laughs> Little does he know what kind of attack it's going to be. Which straight out of the comic as well. Yes. But what I, <laughs> you can call me D, D's nuts. <laughs> That's right. And then Abraham, one shot, pow. Yeah, okay. And Daryl so, so gets me, a knife and throat cuts that, dude. So this this fight scene, I mean, okay, Eugene's just really getting in there. Uh, he ain't letting go. He really getting yeah, in I'm there. taking this home with, this is mine this now. This is mine now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep it on my nice stand. And, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make a necklace. Jamar. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make a necklace. That's right. Out of your out of your bag. Oh, poor Walker's just get caught in a crossfire. Right. And he, finally, Dwight gets him off, which <laughs> would be hard to make contact with someone in jeans. I mean, you got to really be committed. Dwight must have been substantial. Is yeah. all I'm saying because in order because you got to really hit it with some impact and to get you some 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 uh, some traction. Dwight was probably a little aroused, you know. He calls because he was holding somebody, so he's at least half chub. Yeah, murder boner, murder boner. Yeah, Mur- yes, <laughs> indeed, indeed. So they run away though. It's I another mean, TV reference. Yeah, I know. I'm just throwing them in. <laughs> so I figure, why not now, right? Oh, why the hell see not? how many I can get in one episode. <laughs> so they've got they've got the numbers, and so I don't know why they're running away. Well, why I is do. Dwight not running away with one hand on his crotch? Is what I want to know. Uh, oh, I'm a fucking nuts. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the adrenaline kicked in. Uh, what I was going to say about this fight scene is it just the way it was shot, it was very confusing. It like, was. It, it's like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think it was. I won't, Part of me wants to say, well, it was done on that way on purpose, but it's like, no, I just think it was poorly shot. Yeah, I agree. It, it just. But think, the fact that they got away with only Eugene being grazed right. after there was, I don't know what. A dozen there was saviors, at least ten of them, and Denise was already dead. They killed they killed three or four, so there's seven, six or seven left running <laughs> away, and there's only three of them that are armed. Yeah, I just I didn't make sense I why did, they would fall no. back. It makes it makes me worried that they're going to be convinced later. Like, yeah, see, they ain't shit. They yeah, we're continually to paint, continually painting this picture of they ain't shit. Yeah, because two you know two or three of us can take on a dozen of them, right? And they can shoot at us. 
But apparently we're bulletproof. Right. We just, bullets just pass right yeah. through us. We just bite them in the dick and they die. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Bite them. I bite the one guy in the dick and then everybody becomes a stormtrooper. They can't hit, hit shit. Right. And they leave Denise behind because Eugene is injured. And, but apparently they come back and get her later. Fuck that. Well, they buried her. They, I, well, I know. I know they came back and got her. But it's like, really? I'm going to. I don't know. I think Daryl just feels guilty. I mean, she she was killed with his crossbow that he let get taken from him by people that he saved, and then they took advantage of him. They didn't kill him, but they they took advantage of him and left him stranded. You know what I'm saying? Like he, I think he feels a little bit of guilty, and then he let her come out there against his better judgment. It's just a lot of guilt that Daryl's feeling about Denise, and I don't know. I mean, should he feel guilty? I I don't. I she think made her shit, own decisions. I think shit happens. Well, and she even said, you know, that's the way you live. That's the way we live now. You take risks. And I took a risk coming out here, and it didn't pay off. It's the only way you know you're alive is yeah. if you take risks. And then you get shot in the head. I, sometimes I bleed just to know that I'm still alive. <laughs> now we're just going to throw, we're going to throw lyrical references. I hurt in. myself today <laughs> just to see if I could still feel, you Sc- know? Scars remind us that the past <laughs> is real. <laughs> I tear my heart open. <laughs> Sew myself shut. Oh my God. What are we doing? I don't know. But you're on allergy medicine and I've been drinking. So I don't know. All in all, it just I don't I don't know what this means going forward. I I really feel they really needed to move they needed to move the pieces around in this episode. And so because they've got to set up the penultimate episode next week. We've only got two left. And then the finale they just announced is going to be 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Yes. Which I'm, I'm excited I'm on about. board with that. Yeah. So let's talk about the ending, and then we can wrap this episode up. Okay. Carol leaves a note for Tobin. Adios. I'm du- out. Deuces. Yeah. Breaking rule number one in storytelling, not just visually, but... Uh, in the written word as well. And rule number one is really, really, really simple. It's show, do not tell. Exactly. And they use, okay, I feel like they've done her character a disservice by using this method. And I, I'm really not happy about it. I'm not angry because it gave us information. It set us up. But it's like, I feel cheated, yeah. You're going to give us this episode last week, which was this awesome performance and was carried by uh, Melissa McBride's uh, performance in, in this, this transformation of Carol. And then now you're just basically going to say, oh, uh, and then she left. The end. Yeah. Um, because we established that maybe, maybe not this Tobin thing, whether you care about it or not. Yeah, no. Maybe there's something there. I don't care about it. But clearly there's enough there for her to write a fucking note to this chump and not give it to anyone else. It's like, I feel like I've been cheated on seeing that develop further. I felt like that was easier for her to tell Tobin because she doesn't doesn't give a shit about him. Exactly. She couldn't tell Rick or Daryl. It's like when you want to break up with someone, uh, you call when you know 
that they're not going to be home so you can leave a message on their voicemail. Do people do that? I, I don't know. I've heard. Oh, my God. Apparently, there's a service you can use uh, if you, of course, who doesn't have, who doesn't use cell phones, right? Right. But it's, uh, oh, what's the name of it? Basically, you can use, you call this number and then uh, it says, okay, what number are you trying to leave a voicemail for? And instead of that person you're calling, their phone, uh, it won't ring. It'll put your message directly into their uh, voicemail so that you can leave someone a message without calling without their cell phone ringing. That sounds it's like some sort of weird dial around thing. That sounds like a chicken shit move. Oh, absolutely. And I think that's kind of what Carol's doing here yeah. is writing a note to fucking Tobin of all people yeah. because she knows, uh, you know, if she writes it to anyone else, they're going to. You know, that buys her enough time to get out, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but what, what I don't like about it is it's suggesting that there, at least to some some degree, their relationship was deep enough for her to do that. And I'm I'm not happy that I didn't get to see that develop. Right. Maybe I just feel cheated. No, and I mean, her reasoning also for leaving is... If I stayed, I'd have to kill for you and kill for the people that I love, and I don't want to do that anymore. But by using this expository method, it's hard for me to connect with that. Yeah. If you show me, you know, when you end the last episode with her being clearly disturbed by Rick taking out, um, uh, shit, I forgot his name, but the guy at the very end, Primo, Primo, thank you. Uh, taking him out, she was very clearly disturbed by the fact that just he just murdered him in cold blood. Yeah. Um. And and, and her telling Daryl, "No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not good." Yeah. Which clearly that's what that meant. Sure. She doesn't feel that she's good. Yeah. Like Aaron said, she does feel that she's done some evil. Um. I guess she feels like she needs to distance herself. But I feel like if you're gonna give us all that. I feel now. I feel like I've been cheated on the, uh, uh, or, or you've not taken the opportunity to give us, uh, draw a rich picture of the final transformation that led up to her leaving. You're just gonna write it in some letter and give it to us as voiceover. And I feel like if her relationship with Tobin was strong, that strong. I would like to have seen how that developed, but sure. but again, I, that it just goes back to the fact that they needed to move the pieces. Yeah, well, and <laughs> and it feels like it's a total setup for Carol's going to come back like she did before and save the day. You know, she's going to come back in an interesting way and, when she was sent yes when, away when she was banished for murdering people. <laughs> and then it's interesting, yeah, it's interesting to think about. Yeah. And if they do that. It or, would be under different circumstances, yeah. but I feel like okay, that I feel like that might be a cop out. Yeah. But or know. or you know, she could be the one captured and put other people in a compromising position. She could she could be the one that so, eats it. Yeah, her her leaving is just not a good idea all around. And I don't and I agree with you, I don't like the fact that they just did it through a note instead of seeing her Say bye to someone or walk out of the compound, something, you know, just, hey, I'm gone. Don't come look for me because uh, you won't find me. So when you write a note like that, you you expect people to respect that wish. Sure. Bullshit. Right. She knows, knows better she than She knows that. people are going to come look She her. knows better for that. And in fact, I think 
I think a lot of people go out to look for it. We know Daryl's going to. Oh, of course. He has to. Yeah. He has to. I bet Tobin goes. Oh, we'll see. Yeah. Because if he, he better. Yeah. He better go. Based on what they just established, he yeah. better be one of the first ones to get out there. Yeah. I agree. I bet you he's not, though. Oh, well, we'll see. Of course, we'll if he gets out, gets out there and eats it, I'd be fine with that, too. <laughs> yeah, I would be, too. We um, need more cannon fodder on the show. I think it's possible that Morgan goes and looks for her as well. I would think so, because he's used to seeing her every morning on the porch swing. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like he's her Eastman. Oh, yeah. And I feel like he feels he's her Eastman. Yes. Of course, he probably feels like he's everybody's yeah. Eastman. I need to be Eastman <laughs> for the world. Which is why he's building this cage. Yeah, I will not allow you to kill me. Because that'll give us some choices Yeah, next time. Truly. If there is a next time. <laughs> for anybody. I don't know, dude. I, I just... I mean, I'm not sad that I watched the episode, but I feel like... I don't know. Again, I go back to there have been more good gr- and great episodes sure. this year. I can tolerate something like that. Yeah, I'm not going to go out on it. I'm 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 with you. I'm not going to say that I I felt like I could have spent my time better because we learned some things. Again, you got to move the pieces. It yeah. just it felt the first half of the episode felt very slow. The second half would just felt like fucking. Rush to get everything yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Let's just move these fucking chess pieces around so that we can set everything up for the next two episodes because people have to have things that they need yeah. to do. And if we don't do this, one of those things is now that Denise is dead, yes, they consider her to be the only doctor, doctor. <laughs> uh, there. I think this is one of the things that's going to lead into Glenn and Maggie going Moving up. To Deuces, we got to go to the hilltop because they have an actual doctor there. And he's a neonatal doctor. Surprise, and, surprise. Yeah, and he's going to be able to help. No, so I, I think I think her death served that sure. uh, plot line, uh, which then, you know, I think sets up Maggie for her future and her future leadership role yeah. uh, there at the hilltop. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've definitely dialed back on her getting the one getting uh, uh, brained, sure, uh, as it were. Um, Glenn, I think, is still on the table. Daryl's still on the table. Absolutely. Uh, I think uh, Carol is a possibility now for sure. Um, you know they're going to throw us a curveball, and in you know there's some somewhere someone's going to hit it on the head, but it, I don't. I, It'll it, be a lucky guess. I exactly, and I think I think somebody's going to get it right, but are they going to get it right f- from a reasoning perspective? Other, no. Uh, did, oh no, I just picked it was so and so. Yeah, but why? But why, why was yeah? What well, so, was your reasoning, man? That just I like that name, right? And so that said. Shock value, sure. Versus progressing the plot. Mm-hmm. Kind of want to explore this a little bit. Okay, um, what would be from in your mind? What would be considered? Uh, what uh, the, uh, the death of what char- list of characters would you consider more for shock value, but doesn't really progress the story? Or am oh. I putting you on the spot? Oh no, I mean there's some, there's some obvious choices. Well, I the think. first one is easy, Daryl. Yeah. That doesn't progress the plot. No, Darryl. it doesn't. What, what, exactly. And what, people would just get pissed off. That would yeah, be to, it doesn't do anything for the overall story. I think uh, Maggie wouldn't really progress the plot if she died. Um, I mean, if we're gonna 
go by Aaron's email, you know, Judith. <laughs> yes. Okay. So yeah, Aaron, let's, let's touch on that. Yeah. Aaron, Mr. Angry Aaron decided he's going to go very dark. Yeah. And he, uh, going off of what, uh, uh, what the cast members have said mm-hmm. about reading the script, not wanting to go to work. Yeah. What would, what would be the most gut wrenching, uh, loss for this group? And in his opinion, it's Judith. She, and, well, and, absolutely. Well, and of course, why wouldn't it be? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how I could recover from that, you know, because they thought that she had died. Or, well, I mean, Rick and Car- Carl thought she died earlier after the prison because in the comics she had died. Yeah. Because uh, Lori's holding her and gets shot through the stomach that goes through Judith too. You're mm. like, oh, shit, that's awful. Um, so I just think that that would be a totally unnecessary, over-the-top shock value, no purpose, other than to piss everybody off death. I mean, if you wanted to progress the story, it might be something like that that wakes Rick up, right? So from this path that he's walking down. Sure. But I don't know. I just, for me, I just, I don't see Negan doing that. Yeah. I think as as villainous as he is, yeah, I can't see him he, taking out a child. He has a he has a policy. I just can't about, about women and children. Yeah, I mean, be a hard ass piece of shit that he is. He doesn't kill women and children because he sees the value of them. And he's not big on rape either. No, he's not. Right? I mean, he so, just makes you become your his wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, what, yeah. hey, you want you want all these nice things? Cool, come be my wife. I mean, I'm, right. I'm gonna throw you the bone every now and then, but you'll get what you want and you'll be protected. If you're my wife, it's not rape. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I it's, gotta guess. Yeah, it's not rape if it's consensual, apparently. Um, Say yes. <laughs> one time. <laughs> yes. You're lawyer, a lawyer. Consent. consent. <laughs> so, well, okay, then what about for progressing the plot line? Who do you think? I don't think this is going to happen, Yeah, but Morgan would progress the storyline. Sure. Because every time there's a voice of reason on the show, they get they bite the big one. Yeah, and and so... How does that progress the storyline? Well, it is an opportunity for Rick to stop and take inventory. Yeah. Um, you know, is it outside the realm of possibility? No. Why would you give us a 90-minute Morgan episode if he's not earlier in the year Yeah, if he's not on the block? I mean, I think anybody's on the block. I think we've talked about Rick. I think people are warming up to that idea as well. Would that be shock value? Sure. Yes. Would it progress the story? I guess. I mean, the story would be over. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it would end The Walking Dead as we know it. Which is another interesting thought. This is something I thought about the other day. Show can't last forever. No. But what happens if the show ends and the comic's still going? Which I think is a very real possibility. Yeah, there'd be no reason to end the comic. Which makes me believe: Are they gonna? They're gonna have to give us an open-ended ending on the on, on the show. On the show, I don't think so. I think they so. I think they've diverged enough from the comic that's so. where they could. I mean, and I think there's logical ending points as well. Like hmm. there could be an ending point where, you're like, okay, cool, this is where this vi- the visual story is going to end, and we'll just go to the. Well, it can't be some bullshit Lost or Battlestar Galactica type ending. No, it'd have to be something. 
I almost feel like it would be something with some some closure, but still open ended because the con because I I see the comic going for a while. Yeah, the the writers they even talked about yeah, how Kirkman's like twenty has, years. I could go no, twenty years. He has no easy. interest. Yeah, why? In yeah, why? <laughs> if you're making fucking money, right. Hand over fist. Well, why would you kill the cow if you're getting all your meat, getting all this delicious milk? Right, and I mean <laughs> he's made enough money now from the series and the popularity of the comics now that I'm sure he could not make money on any more issues and be fine. Yeah, who else would uh, progress the plot if if not Morgan Carroll? Carol, I think, would progress yeah. the plot. Um, just because she's a season one, been there since the beginning. We've seen her story arc really change, and and if she goes out in a you know, sacrificial way. Mm -hmm. And she has changed her belief on killing other human beings. I think that would also make Rick stop and take inventory and pause. I think Glenn would progress the plot too, just because Glenn is the one who had saved Rick Mm -hmm. in the beginning and has been there and has been kind of his right-hand man for a long, long time. Well, speaking of right-hand men, you can only have so many right-hand men. That's true. And this episode for some reason made me stop and think you know there's quite a few people they probably should go ahead and get rid of because we would have less episodes like this where we've got to move the pieces around to get it ready and you could take more time telling people's story because you're not you don't have so many characters that you uh, have to shuffle around and have to deal with well i mean i i wish that the writers would take a page from I'm going to say the the Game of Thrones show because there's so many storylines moving at the same time mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like it's just one episode of like, oh my God, I just watched an hour and nothing happened because every storyline is progressing. And I think you can focus in on smaller pieces and actually get shit done with each of the stories if you did it like that. Well, everything's happening in parallel, right? right. So it's just a matter of maybe going back and saying, hey, we're not really – we're not really moving forward in time. We're just telling you about the events that occurred while this stuff over here occurred. But right. since we can't tell it to you all at the same time. Right. So you don't have to have a whole episode of just one storyline progressing. You could have a bunch of different storylines, maybe not progressing as far, but all at least progressing. Hmm. But I'm not a writer on the show. Yeah. I, again, I think see, I think this season overall has been great. Agreed. Um. I just I can't imagine fourteen. Excuse me, fifteen and sixteen will be filler episodes. No, I, I don't think they can be. No, I think shit's about to get real, and it's going to. We've been get, saying that. Yeah, I mean, it's got to eventually, right? Yes. Because if they end the season without anything happening, then I will think season six is a bust. Hmm. Because I think they've built it up enough to where, okay, cool, we built it, we built it. The tension is here. Let's go ahead and reveal some of the shit that we've been building towards. Okay. Well, we'll see. We will. They're going to go out and try to find Carol. Do they, I don't think they. I don't think they find her until sometime in sixteen. Yeah, I, I don't, don't think, think they find her next episode. And I don't think they find her by herself. I think no. she's no. I think she's captured or uh, injured or something. I bet you she finds some people. Uh, I to bet hold so. up with. I bet so. Hmm. We'll see. We will see. Well. Send us your comments, questions, concerns, please, corrections, uh, ideas. We'll be happy to share them. Yeah, absolutely. You can email us at fear at anthcast.com. Yeah. Or hit us up on Twitter at 
fear and cast. Mm-hmm. It's pretty easy. Yeah, those are super easy. Uh, easy peasy. Light and breezy. P- pin and tumbler. <laughs> click, click. Easy peasy. <laughs> All right, so um, we're almost there. Yeah. We're almost there. I'm getting... I've been nervous for weeks. Yeah. I, I almost feel like, man, I wish I knew what happened so I could prepare mentally for yeah. what's going to go down. I, 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 I don't need no surprises. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, but, but, you know, even though there's only two episodes left, we're going to go right into Fear of the Walking Dead. Yep. And I am excited for that shit Me as too. well. Um, I've missed it. I have missed it as well. I've missed it. Different perspective. Mm. And it, I think a full season, it'll be really, really good. I hope so. I hope so. And then right after that, Preacher. Yes. Which I'm really looking forward to. Me too. So be on the lookout for that. Yeah. We're, you're not getting rid of us ever. No, not even ever. Every Tuesday will be in your ear holes. Whether you like it or not. Or not. Now, send us something so you can be in my sack. Yeah. Yes, please. <laughs> we want to spill that everywhere. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>